Hello everybody and welcome to Don't Burst My Bubble. The date is August 8th and I'm your host Josh Ascroft. In today's episode of the show we're going to be breaking down all of the games from August 7th as well as giving you your daily injury report as well as today's games preview and storylines of course. Before we jump into the episode, I'd just like to say thank you so much for listening, and I'd really appreciate it if you would share this podcast with anyone you know who also wants to stay updated on the NBA bubble in Orlando. So without further ado, let's jump right into things. This is Don't Burst My Bubble. Okay, so let's jump right into the show. Our headline of the day today is, we were bound to get a bad one eventually. So, today's, uh, or rather yesterday's games were not quite as thrilling as all of the other days of basketball we've seen, so I won't be breaking down the games in as much detail as I previously had. We'll mostly just be going through the scores and box score. Nothing particularly crazy happened aside from the Celtics-Raptors game, but even that was a blowout. So we'll get through that nice and quickly. Before that, I'll give you your injury report, and then we'll get a quick preview of today's games. So if that sounds good to you guys, let's kick things off with the injury report. So... First game of the day is at 1 p.m. Eastern time, and that is Clippers at Trailblazers. Kawhi Leonard will not be playing in this game due to his typical rest on back-to-backs that the Clippers implement. Patrick Beverly will be out also with a left calf strain, and Montrez Harrell remains out, not with the team. So I would expect a a win for the Trailblazers here. That's a really uh, great opportunity for them to pick up another win. Uh, Hassan Whiteside is listed as doubtful for them with that left hip strain. However, of course, they have Yusuf Nurkic currently healthy as well as Zach Collins, so that should not be too much of an issue. Uh, As of recording this podcast, we're about to get uh, another injury report any minute now. So I'm going to circle back around to the Denver Nuggets at Utah Jazz game because that has not been submitted yet, but I think in just a few minutes it will have been. Uh, So we'll move on to Lakers at Indiana. Uh, Jeremy Lamb is out. Doug McDermott is questionable. DeMontis Sabonis is still out. Miles Turner is questionable with a left ankle sprain. And TJ Warren is questionable with some soreness in his right foot. On the Lakers side of the ball, uh, Anthony Davis is probable. Dwight Howard is probable. LeBron James is questionable with that right sore, uh, that right groin pain. Um, Alex Caruso is questionable with uh, still having some left neck muscle spasms on the left side of his neck. I'm assuming that means not the, the left neck. Um, Markeith Morris is probable, and Rajon Rondo remains out. At 7.30, we have the Suns at Miami. Jimmy Butler still listed as out with some right foot soreness. Curious as to what's happening with him there. We haven't heard much of an update on that injury. He's just continuing to be out. Goran Dragic is questionable, moving up from out to questionable now with that left ankle sprain. Kendrick Nunn is out for personal reasons. On the Sun side of the ball, uh, Aaron Baines remains out with a bone contusion in his right knee. And Kelly Oubre Jr. is doubtful with right knee rehab. But potentially, that's moved from out to doubtful. Maybe we will see some Kelly Oubre Jr. at some point in the near future. Then as the last game of the evening, 8.30 Eastern Time, we have Milwaukee at Dallas. 
uh, Milwaukee with no one listed on the injury list. We do have Seth Curry listed as questionable for the Mavs, as well as Dorian Finney-Smith noted as questionable. Let's update this right now and see if we have an update for the 8th. Okay, we do not as of right now, so I will circle back by the end of the episode, and uh, we will take a look at whether um, the Nuggets and the Jazz have submitted their injury reports. Oh, there we go. It's updated now. Let's quickly go over that. So, for uh, Nuggets at Jazz... Will Barton is out for the Nuggets as well as Troy Daniels, Gary Harris, um, and Jamal Murray is listed as questionable. Uh, so better than out, but he's still listed as questionable. For the Jazz, Donovan Mitchell is questionable. Uh, Juwan Morgan is out. Royce O'Neal is probable. And Nigel William Goss is out. So that's your daily injury report. We will talk more about these games later. But for now, let's move on to the games that happened yesterday. I'm going to go through them nice and quickly. So first game of the day, we saw the Spurs beat the Jazz. The Spurs' notable performances, Derek White had 24 points, 6 rebounds, and 4 assists. Jakob Pertl had 19 points and 10 assists. On the Jazz side of the ball, uh, nothing particularly interesting happened other than Jordan Clarkson putting up 24 points in 24 minutes, but the Jazz really struggling to find any kind of offensive presence without four of their five starters being on the floor. Thunder Grizzlies. Grizzlies came out with a surprising one, but a blowout, so not one worth speaking about for too long. Ended up winning by 30. This was a real gutsy game for the Grizzlies, who I think were just looking to go out there and get a win under their belt. Obviously, the injury to Jaron Jackson Jr. was so huge to them. Ja Morant has had to hold a huge amount of the offensive uh, presence for that team down. He had 19 points and 9 assists. Dylan Brooks stepped up with 22 points, and Jonas Valanciunas also had 19 on the Thunder side of the ball, really low scoring, especially um, for their point guards with Shea Gilgis-Alexander just having 10 points and Chris Paul with just 17. Moving on from that game, we had another kind of surprising one here. The Nets beating the Kings 119-106. to So on the Nets side of the ball, we had a, a pretty decent performance actually uh, from both Joe Harris and Karis LeVert, with Karis LeVert putting up 22 points, 7 assists, and 5 rebounds. Joe Harris with 21 points, 4 assists, and 4 rebounds. On the Kings side of the ball, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich continues to shoot the ball incredibly well with 27 points and 6 rebounds for him. De'Aaron Fox also had 21 points, and Buddy Heald had 17 off the bench. Uh, the Nets able to go out and get a win here, which was really impressive. Uh, this mostly came down to the fact that they just had a killer second quarter where they outscored the Kings uh, by 13. The Kings gave up uh, essentially 40 points to the this Brooklyn Nets team in the second quarter, which is just something uh, you can't afford to be doing. They were fighting to try and get in, uh, get back into the game at that after that point, but were not able to do it and were outscored by the Nets in both the third and the fourth quarter. 
moving on from that game, we had uh, the 76ers against the Magic. The 76ers beating the Magic 108-101. to uh, this was a more interesting game with the Magic actually leading for, uh, I would go as far as to say the majority. It was until at least a few minutes left in the third quarter the Magic were up. Uh, the 76 is absolutely struggling with the injury of Ben Simmons. Uh, we still are yet to hear any more details on what is happening there. Hopefully I will have more of an update for you tomorrow. But this Sixers team is just really struggling. They're playing really, really bad defense. And they're a team that really is built on defense. But now with Ben Simmons gone too, you can only assume that that defense is going to get worse. Uh, they struggle on the offensive end of the floor. However, uh, last night they managed to have uh, four players with 20-point uh, performances. Other than that, everyone with just uh, between two and six. Uh, so not the worst possible game offensively. Uh, for the Sixers, Joel Embiid only able to put up 23 points against the Magic, which is certainly uh, surprising, I would say. Uh, and then on the Magic side of the ball, uh, good performances from Evan Fournier, who had 22 points, and Nikola Vucevic, who had 21. After that game, uh, we had the Wizards versus Pelicans, uh, the matchup that everyone had just been begging to see. Uh, a pretty boring game here. Uh, Pelicans won 118 to 107. Uh, Zion did not play in this game as it was a back-to-back -back for the Pelicans, uh, so he was resting. Drew Holiday had 28 points, Brandon Ingram had 17, and JJ Redick had 15. On the Wizards side of the ball, good game for Rui Hashimura, who had 23 points and 6 rebounds. Thomas Bryan also had 22 points and 8 rebounds. And Troy Brown had 20 points and 10 rebounds. Uh, Ish Smith also with 18 points and 10 assists. So a lot of guys on double-double watch on that team. The Pelicans walking away with the win, however, massively outscoring the Wizards in the third quarter after a pretty close first half. And finally, the game that I had been really looking forward to, which ended up being a total blowout. The Celtics beat the Raptors 122-100. to uh, The Raptors completely falling apart here. And again, it was a tale of the third quarter, as so many of these games were, with the Raptors being blown out in the third, 39-20 to uh, by the Celtics. Uh, if we take a look at their box score... It was pretty much uh, a great deal of sharing the wealth here. Uh, we had Jason Tatum with 18 points, Jalen Brown with 20 points, Kemba Walker had 17, Brad Wanamaker, who's been playing really nicely for them, had 15 points off the bench. Um, other than that, Gordon Hayward had 9, Daniel Tice had 11, uh, Semi uh, Ojale had 11, uh, so a really good all-round offensive performance from the Celtics. And the Raptors really just an, unable to get it going on the offensive side of the floor. Uh, their highest scorer being Fred Van Fleet with 13 points. And then you have one, two, three, four, five, six, six guys on the team in double digits. Uh, and then Chris, Chris Boucher also had nine points. Uh, just... Usually with this Raptors team, they have one guy who steps up every game and is able to really get the offensive ball flowing. Uh, that becomes the go-to guy for the game, and they score between 20 and 25. It's unusual for this Raptors team where we see 
it's not unusual for us to see this many people scoring, but it is unusual for us to see um, a scoring performance like this one for them where we didn't have any clear, decisive leader on the offensive end. Um, so a really disappointing game for the Raptors uh, and a really important one for the Celtics. Uh, the Raptors shot horribly from uh, the three-point line, just 26%. Uh, the Celtics shooting 35 from there. Uh, the Celtics also just making nine more field goals total than them and shooting a 7% better percentage. Uh, they were also um, out-rebounding the Raptors. They had more assists than the Raptors, and they also had fewer turnovers. So ultimately... Uh, just kind of a mess of a game uh, for the Raptors. Not exactly what they were hoping for by any means. Uh, before we jump into previews for today's games, I'm just going to give you a rundown of what the standings actually look like uh, in both of uh, these conferences. So we have in the Eastern Conference, uh, the number one seed is the Bucks, and they have clinched that spot and will be staying there. They are 55 and 14. The Raptors have the second seed, 49 and 19. The Celtics are in the three seed, 46 and 23. The Heat are the four seed, 43 and 26. The Pacers are the five seed, 42 and 27. The Sixers are the six seed, 42 and 27 also. The Nets are the seven seed, 33 and 36 and the magic are the eight seed 32 and 38 the wizards currently have a worse seed uh, they have a worse record than the hornets and the hornets aren't even in the bubble so uh you can count on the fact that the wizards will not be playing for uh the play-in tournament the the east is just about wrapped up on the western conference side of the ball the Lakers have the one seed, they are 51 and 17. The Clippers have the two seed, they are 46 and 22. The Nuggets are just behind the Clippers, nipping on their heels, they are 45 and 24. The Rockets are in the four seed, 43 and 25. The Jazz are in the five seed, 43 and 26, so just half a game back on the Rockets. The Thunder are in the sixth seed, 42 and 26, just half a game back on the Jazz. And the Mavericks are in the seventh seed, they are 41 and 30. Then, where it's really interesting in the West, uh, the eighth seed is currently the Grizzlies, who are 33 and 37. The Blazers are half a game back with 32 and 38. Uh, the Spurs are 30 and 38 in the 10th spot. The Pelicans are 30 and 39 in the 11 spot, and the Suns are there also 30 and 39 um, there in the 12 spot, but tied there with the Pelicans, and the Kings are 29 and 40, so still all to play for for that 8 seed in the West. Currently, the way that your Western matchups would line up would be uh, Lakers-Grizzlies, Clippers-Mares, Nuggets, Thunder, and Rockets, Jazz. And in the East, you would have Bucks, Magic, Raptors, Nets, Celtics, Sixers, and Heat, Pacers. As for today's games, let's go through them nice and quickly, give you your storylines you should be looking out for. So today at 1, we have the Clippers against the Trailblazers. Uh, this should be a great opportunity for the Trailblazers to get another win under their belt. 
Uh, with Kawhi uh, being rested this game, I'd imagine that Paul George will play uh, a decent number of minutes, but I don't think the Clippers are going to be going all out trying to win this one. Um, I, I would be surprised if they were anyway. I imagine Doc will treat this more of an opportunity to get the lower guys uh, down the rotation a couple more minutes. Uh, so expect a big game from Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum as they go all out to try and grab onto that eight seed spot. After that, Jazz at Nuggets. I think that the Nuggets uh, will walk away with a win on this one with a lot of the Jazz players still being rested right now. Uh, after that, Lakers Pacers at six. Honestly, don't be surprised if you see the Pacers walk away with a win. They've been playing really good basketball even without uh, a lot of their guys being available. Uh, the Lakers, however, will most likely have... I, I think LeBron will play in this game. I don't know. Maybe they'll choose to rest him and try and figure out uh, those minutes where he's off the court because... Lord knows the Lakers are a mess when LeBron James is not out there. So maybe they'll use that as another opportunity to try and get some uh, comfortable minutes with Anthony Davis running the offense. Following that, we have Suns Heat. Honestly, the Suns are playing out of their mind right now. So I'm picking the Suns in this game. Jimmy Butler is still out. Who knows if Goran Dragic will be playing as he is questionable now. Um, I think that the Suns could very well walk away with another win there. Bucks-Mavericks should be a really fun one. It'll be interesting to see uh, how how much effort the Bucks really put into the game now that they've clinched the one spot um, in the East. Uh, this game doesn't particularly matter to them. I think it matters a lot more for the Mavs. If you're them, I would want to be trying to get a good win under, under my belt. You've had a rocky start in the bubble, um, had one win, but this would be a really great one to have over the best team in the East. Uh, I think get Luka rolling, get Porzingis uh, rolling, and I think there's no reason why they couldn't walk away with this win. Um, I think that if they're going to do it, they're going to have to stop taking poor, un uh, poor contested threes, uh, continue to drive to the basket, and kick out to the open man when that is a better look than the easy layup. I found that recently, I think that Luka tends to kick out to the wings a little bit more than I'd like him to. Um, there are times where I think, okay, you actually should just be bringing it to the basket at this point. Uh, sometimes going for that layup and almost certainly drawing a foul is going to be better than that three-point look. So those are the games that are coming up today. Um, you know the standings now. You've had that breakdown. So definitely some important games going on. I'd say the most important game happening uh, or happening... Uh, the, the two most important games happening, I would say, are Clippers Trailblazers and Suns Heat. Those are really essential for both the Suns and the Trailblazers if they want to be in with a chance of making the playoffs. Uh, I think the Bucks mavs game will be the most entertaining to watch, but I highly recommend you get to check out the Trailblazers and the Suns play. They're both playing really inspired basketball right now. So that's going to do it for today's episode of Don't Burst My Bubble. Thank you so much for listening and bearing with me for what was our probably least entertaining day of basketball so far. I think that these games are going to be more enjoyable to talk about for tomorrow. Uh, again, thank you for listening. Please tell people in your life if they like basketball to tune into this podcast. I would really appreciate it. I will be back tomorrow. Uh, to talk about all of the games that are happening today, as well as giving you your daily injury report and previews and storylines for tomorrow's games. Thank you again. I, I really love doing this, and I will speak to you tomorrow.